Hey you, my entrepreneurial friend. Of 10 years of running my coaching business, I am going to finally teach business. And of course, I'm going to teach business with human design. Because the thing that I've discovered over the last decade is that the way everyone else taught me to run a business didn't freaking work for me. So over this last decade, to create a multiple seven-figure business, I've broken all the rules. I have done everything my way. I have looked experts in the face and downright said no, all to create something I love with greater ease and flow that literally is changing the world. And the best part is it doesn't feel like work at all. It feels like I get to hang out with my best friends and I am having a huge impact on the planet at the same time. So if you own a business that you want to finally maybe start, grow, or even scale, then come and join me on the 9th of May to discover how your human design can create the most beautiful, authentic success for you. For all the details, follow the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. Now, today I am going to talk about a subject that is so close to my heart and genuinely, I believe, so close to everybody's heart, and that is money. You know, money is something that we as humans, we chase and try to work out and try to control and we always want more or we feel guilty because we want more. And the truth is, we really are moving into this new paradigm where resources, including money, are going to become bountiful. So in preparation for moving towards this new paradigm and this new bountiful resources that I fully appreciate sometimes feels like is a long way off, what I want to do today is I'm going to go through um, human design chart and money. I'm going to go through um, the types and money. And then I'm also going to look at the mindset around money that we need to have, understanding that so many people, the majority of people live in scarcity. And to be able to attract money and create money and wealth and abundance in our life, that means we must have an abundant mindset. So what exactly does that mean? So I'm going to cover all of those areas today. But I want to just start by sharing my story with money. You know, this is something that I have been so consciously aware of for decades. You know, I've, I've been chasing down money in, in my twenties, probably my late twenties and all of my thirties and doing all the work. You heard me interview Denise Duffield Thomas earlier. That was that the course that I did many, many years ago, her money boot camp. 
And since then, I've read so many incredible books. I mean, um, Quantum Success is a fantastic book on money. Um, Money Loves You, I think that's what it's called. That was another book I really loved. Um, Becoming Becoming Charlotte, is it? Becoming Genevieve. That's another fantastic book. But there are so, so, so many different ethos on money. And what I want you to really understand is that the more you learn about money, the more you're actually going to attract money. The thing that keeps most people um, disconnected from having uh, money in their life is because they're afraid of it. They don't want to look at it. They don't want to look at their debts. They don't want to look at where they've gone wrong. They're consciously criticizing themselves and unconsciously criticizing themselves over and over and over about all the financial mistakes that they've made. You know, this was all part of my story as well. I had spent many years regretting what I had done with my money. You know, we we owned a home and when we sold our home, we didn't straight away reinvest in another home and I would criticize myself for that. Um, I would criticize myself for every mistake I'd made in my early 20s that I hadn't saved more money. Um, and this is actually all it's doing is it was keeping the money away from me. It was this piece that I really started to understand uh, early in um, my my 30s that it was really my scarcity mindset. However, it wasn't until my 40s that I actually started to, or not started, where I actually healed my mindset. You know, the biggest piece for me and where the money has really started to flow for me is the moment I backed myself. You know, I'd always had this deep knowing that money was easy. It was really freaking easy and it just comes. However, I had talked myself out of it over and over and over again because of the conditioning that I had. You know, I reconditioned myself with all the stories of other people's scarcity and other people's mindset stories and other people's conditioning as I was learning, I was like, yeah, maybe I have some of that in me. Maybe that's what's blocking the money. Maybe that's it. So literally I'd been taking on other people's belief systems. Hello, open Ajna. Um, to, that, that had also kept the money away from me. Now, although I had done all the work over the years, meaning I had looked at my mindset, I'd looked at the, the money habits I had learnt from my parents. I had, um, I looked at all of my fears of having lots of money and I'd done all the work on those things, you know, past, present, future. Um, what are the fears or what are the patterns and conditioning that you've picked up, right? But then the piece that the difference that made the difference was actually in hindsight when I trusted that knowing in me that money was easy. I knew that if I went all in, in my work and in my business, that money would flow to me easily and effortlessly. I knew it. I just knew it. I couldn't explain it. And every time I tried to think my way there, um, I would come up with all of the excuses why it hadn't happened, where the proof, I was allowing my mind to give me the proof of that knowing not being true. However, as all of you know, um, what, probably two years ago, I was like, nah, screw it. I'm all in. 
Um, let's do this. Let's work on this business. I know I can do this. Let's go. And that commitment, this is the other piece, commitment to backing myself and backing that knowing that was inside of me, that was the piece that the difference that made the difference for me. You know, being a manifesting generator, I definitely have a lot of energy. There was definitely a lot of hours, especially in the first 12 months that I was just working my bum off, but it was things that I loved to do. Um, it wasn't the the hard push that I had tried and forced and made myself do for the past decade. Um, it, it wasn't that. You know, I would often reflect back to my advertising career and I never cared about money. Like I just got promoted, money came, someone else headhunted me into a new role, I got more money and it was easy. I never hunted it down. And it's because I had that underlying knowing that I could do this, that I could do this work, that I would be well remunerated for it, that money was easy. But I had to get all the bullshit out of the way. And then I had to commit and keep those promises to myself, self-integrity. I had to keep those promises to myself, keep turning up, keep keep backing myself, keep facing any fear that came up um, and working through it and kept doing the work. Now, as a manifesting generator, this is going to take me into, nice segue, Emma, into the types, all right? So from, from human design, so we've talked about mindset. Um, we have to be able to address our fears. We have to know the past. We have to know the, the, the present. We have to understand the future um, and the fear. Like what are the fears that lie past, present, future? Then we have to choose to envision a new future that is in alignment with abundance as opposed to scarcity, all right? So we have to let go of scarcity. Scarcity, the reason why our brains hang on to scarcity so much is because it's certainty, all right? We know how not to make money. We know how to not achieve our goals because we've got the evidence that we've done it, right? But when we sit into abundance, this is the place where our brain has to be like, okay, I'll trust you, spirit, soul, um, that part of you that, that is wiser, your higher self. It starts, to, you have to trust that part. And then, of course, you guys hear me talk about this all the time. As you're on that path, making sure that you're recording the evidence every single day of how you are getting closer to this abundant human being. All right. So give your brain the evidence. Now, when it comes to the human design um, types, there is there is a difference depending on what type you are in the way that you will attract money, all right? So every single type, every single design can be abundant, all right, can attract as much money as they want. However, there is a different energy, there's a different flow in which money will come to the different types, okay? And really, this will come as no surprise for you, is that it comes down to a defined sacral or an undefined sacral. So if you have a defined sacral, so you're a generator or a manifesting generator, this means that you have the ability to consistently attract money all the time, okay? You know, part of your purpose is that you're on the planet to do the work that you love. Like you are here to work. You are here to receive money in return for the value that you're giving, right? This is part of your your soul mission. So generators and manifesting generators, they have the ability to consistently attract money and consistently earn money because of that defined sacral. Now, that does not mean they can earn more than anyone else. Um, they can, everyone has the same capacity to earn, earn money, all right? It all comes down to being in alignment with your design and your energy and 
you know, uh, reconditioning in the supercomputer. So your unconscious mind and your mindset. Now, with projectors, manifestors and reflectors, what you want to understand is that, number one, you have a different purpose alignment, okay? So it's not the, 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 the doing so much. With, with manifestors, this is about your ideas and initiating, okay? This is this direct connection that you have to source. And when source says, go, create, then you do it. And as you do those things, you will attract money to you. When you're in alignment, when you're being unapologetically yourself, when you're doing um, the things that you feel that urge of creativity that you have to do, then you're going to create, um, attract the money to you. However, in your rest times and play times, which is when you're not initiating, when you're not creating, these are times that you are designed to be more restful. Now, that's not to say that you can't earn money in those times. I mean, you might create a model, and this goes for projectors and reflectors. You might create a model that um, that people talk about passive income that means that you're constantly bringing in money. Now, that is a brilliant model for these three types, okay, so that you don't need to be physically working all the time. So anything that gives you consistent income without having to do something all the time is going to be very supportive for the manifester um, and the projector and the reflector. You know, when we, when we talk about um, projectors, you know, your primary purpose or one of the parts of your primary purpose is to be a guide and to be the one that when the invitations come, that, that you, you do the work and you receive money in return. Um, but there is going to be times for projectors, especially um, non-energy projectors and projectors with very few defined centers like a mental projector or a self-directed projector, um, there's going to be a lot of downtime. You're going to need time to um, get your energy back. So these are times that either you want to be able to rely on savings or you have um, a way in which you, you're earning money without doing, you know. Um, from my point of view, that might be a digital product, um, that might be shares, that might be property. It's things that you don't have to actively manage on a daily basis. Um, and this goes the same for the reflector, okay. There's always going to be an ebb and flow with the reflector, Throughout that 28-day uh, moon cycle, there is going to be times where the the moon gives you access to the sacral, and you're going to be like, "Wow, let's do this, let's get stuff done." And then there's going to be other times that you that you have very little definition, you know. So just allowing yourself the time. Reflectors definitely need a lot of time, time to make decisions, time to do their work, time to do the things that they love. Um, so again, this is another model that would suggest or another type that would suggest a model of more passive income or backup income would be really viable. You know, there um, there's a, a projector that I know of that has an online business, a very successful business that teaches people how to um, to manifest, right? And this this person actually talks a lot about having a, a backup fund. And I think this is really cool because, it, again, she's talking her design. So for, for the, um, the manifestors, the project, projectors and the, the reflectors, there's going to be ebbs and flows, 
okay? And that's not to say that, that the generators and manifesting generators don't have the ebbs and flows, but what you want to do is you want to plan for them. You want to um, expect them with the non-sacral types, meaning that having a backup fund or having a savings, um, uh, you know, safety net is is even more valuable for the non-sacral types. With the sacral types, I also suggest this is a great plan. I mean, it's a great plan for anyone um, because that gives you the ability, especially if you're a manifesting generator, to go and do the extra things that you want to do, let's say, or the the different things that you're focused on. Um, However, with the sacral types, the generator and the manifesting generator, there's just this ability to consistently earn income and consistently do the work that you love. So although I do highly recommend still having a, a... you know, a backup plan, especially if you're someone who's moving from um, a more certain way of being, so whether you work in corporate and you're transitioning into your own business. Um, but at the end of the day, the the sacrals, the defined sacrals, have the ability to consistently attract money. Um, so that's that's by type, okay? Now, every single human has the ability to create the abundance that they want to create. You know, health, wealth, freedom, happiness, all of it. And it really does come from this, um, this trust and faith. Okay. Now, creating trust and faith from a human design point of view, this always comes from our type strategy authority. You know, don't get too overwhelmed. I'm actually going to go into the three money gates in a minute. Don't get too overwhelmed about what gates you do or don't have. I mean, if you don't have the three money gates, um, that doesn't mean you're not going to have money. Um, I don't have the three money gates. I don't have any of them. Um, But the piece I want you to understand is that if you just align to your type, your strategy and your authority and you make decisions from your authority and you're, you're already doing the deconditioning process, you're already in more alignment than you have been before. You are already attracting more abundance. So if you can't see the evidence in your life, then you are deleting, distorting and generalizing the information through your mindset. Okay. So you need to be recording all the abundance wins, no matter how small. If you find 50 cents on the ground, you pick it up, you say thank you, you say, look, see, money's coming to me easily and effortlessly. You do not let your mind talk you out of, all that doesn't count, or, you know, I need more than that. Every single time you choose scarcity, you are literally just slowing down that abundance coming to you, all right? Okay, so we've talked about types. We've talked about anyone can be abundant. Um, you will automatically be more abundant by living within alignment to your design um, through type, strategy, and authority. All right, so let's talk about more specifics. I'm going to talk about the three money gates. There are three gates within the, the design that do directly correlate to money. Number the, the first one is gate 14, and that's the gate of the power of power skills. It sits in the sacral. And um, it's in the the knowing circuitry, um, and it actually actually connects to the the second gate. So it's a directional channel. So it's really all about you going in the right direction for you. There is this energy in power skills that, I mean, I, I have a client at the moment who has all three money gates, but lives in the conditioning of who she should be, as opposed to who she genuinely in alignment is. So money, although it comes to her 
easily like even though she if one client finishes one another one just turns up she never has to advertise she has a mindset that says oh my goodness I don't have enough so all the universe can do is match that vibration okay so this is the piece I want you to understand you have to be very conscious of matching your vibration you know I'm I'm reading um, Peter Kelly's book right now uh, Earth is Hiring And one of the things she says over and over and over again is like, feel good now, choose to feel good now. And this is the piece. Do gratitude daily on the abundance that does come to you. Um, Choose to record every little piece that comes across, you know, into your bank account or every piece of abundance, like breathing. Have you ever noticed how much air we've got to breathe? Pretty cool, right? Um, So, yeah. Power skills. Power skills, gate 14 is all about doing what is uniquely um, almost gifted to you. So using the skills that are uniquely yours and um, really the things that come naturally and effortlessly, but you have to do it in your way. So what that means is that if you are someone who Let's say you're working in a legal firm and you're a lawyer and every single day you are defending um, criminals, okay? So you're a defense lawyer, yet in your soul, you actually want to be working within environmental law. As long as you're defending criminals, you're out of alignment with your values, with who you are at a deeper level. So the money's just not going to come to you if with gate 14 as easily. However, the moment you transfer into environmental law, let's say, and you're truly 100% yourself, you're doing something you're passionate about, it's something that is uniquely yours, this is when the gate 14 amplifies. This is when money really, really comes to you. All right. All right. The next one is gate 45. Okay. So this is gathering together. It's called in uh, my body graph, um, in the I Ching. And this gate is all, it's, it's in the throat. It's often referred to as the king or queen. And this is one of the leadership gates as well. It's effortless leadership. Um, within a relationship, this is the spender of the money. Um, and this is really about someone who spreads the resources. Okay. So if you have gate 45, you're all about, um, spreading the resources. That is, as I say, in a relationship, you're going to be the spender, but you know, if it, if it's a bigger scale, if it's part of the family or if it's part of a community, you're going to be the one that says where the money goes. Okay. Then we have gate 21 which 45 and 21 actually create one channel. And this is down in the will center. And this channel, the 2145, is like the pure manifester channel, okay? This is an incredibly powerful manifesting, bringing things into reality, bringing things into the material plane from the will center. This is all about manifesting onto the material plane into the throat center, which is all about manifestation and communication. So it's a very powerful channel for creating. Um so the 21 is, it's called biting through. It's the gate of the hunter or the huntress. And this is actually, if the 45 is the spender, this is the saver. This is the treasurer. This is the person who looks after the money and controls the resources. Um, this energy can seem very controlling, 
Um, however, you know, it, it's like the energy of an accountant. So if we take a step back and we go, okay, we can see that this is resourceful and for our highest good. Um, but if we get too close or we're too judgmental, it can feel like people are being um, overly critical or too conservative or um, controlling with money. So if you have this energy, be very conscious that you stay with a an abundance mindset, okay, that you stay with um, making sure that you're focusing on what you want to create or how you want to grow things or the money that you want to bring in as opposed to the fear of other people spending that money or the fear of um, being out of control of where that, that money goes. Be very conscious about that. And within the 45 in the throat, you want to you wanna be really conscious that you don't overspend. You know, that the shadow side is this overspending of this like, yeah, it'll be fine. It's too much. Uh, I mean, we've got plenty. So being aware of the balance. So in the 14, you want to be uniquely you. Do the work that is uniquely yours, that you're uniquely passionate about. Um, I often, I love the word, you know, be your freak and that will attract the money. Um, the 21, the 21 is really good with money, really someone that can potentially grow money out of nothing and have fantastic strategies. But they can also, on the downside, the shadow side, they can be controlling with money. In the 45, this is someone who is generous and has the ability to take care of others and and give money to to resource um, a greater good, right? But on the downside or the shadow side, the, the challenge is that they, they spend too much money, okay? And they don't actually pay attention to, you know, the things that the, the 21 brings to the table. All right. So in a nutshell, that is human design um, and money. What I really, really, really want to stress is that we must always choose to understand what we're afraid of when it comes to money. This is a mindset piece. And if we don't get the mindset piece right, we will block our natural flow. We have to learn to trust our authority, our strategy and our authority, because otherwise we're making money decisions from a scarcity mindset and from a mind. You know, in human design, we know we don't do that. We have to make decisions from the body, from our authority. So being really aware of, okay, what is it specifically I'm afraid of when it comes to money? Every time you get triggered around money, you want to do the work. What specifically is triggering me? If that happens, what does that mean about me? Um, you know, if I make lots of money in the future, what am I afraid will happen? This was a big piece for me. I was afraid that if I made lots of money, that I would never be present, that I wouldn't, that I would always have to work. Um, and I did that. I did the healing on that. I focused it, focused on, and, and we can often, when I say healing, we can often just work through this with ourselves. You know, what else am I afraid of? What else am I afraid of? What else am I afraid of? And then just go through the process. Is that true? Is that really going to happen? Um, and then we consciously choose to focus on who we're becoming. You've heard me talk about identity a hundred thousand times. So we focus on the person we're becoming. The person we're becoming that's abundant is like, no, I'm good. I'm sweet. Um, and, you know, or the person I'm becoming has constantly putting savings into a savings account. The person that I'm becoming is always aware of um, making sure there's a plan B or whatever it is. And you just start taking those actions. And every time the mind or the conditioning pops up, you're like, 
thanks ego, I appreciate that, but we don't do that anymore. I'm actually this person now. I'm becoming this person now. And it really is as simple as that, but you have to make sure you stay the course, that you stay focused on the future you and that you tell yourself the truth. You know, you tell yourself the truth when you know that you're just holding back because you're afraid or you know you're overspending because you're afraid um, that you mightn't get another chance to have that thing or you know that you should invest in that coach but you don't because you're afraid of how much it costs. You will know your internal guidance system is telling you that, nope, that is a choice being made from fear and scarcity. So these are the, this is the, the leap of faith that you have to be like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to take a step, another step in that direction and choose not to embody that anymore. All right, beautiful humans. That's it for me today. If you ever have any questions, you know, you can reach out to me on Instagram. Um, oh, and the other piece for all of you that have waited all the way to the end. I wish I'd said this at the beginning. I just want to say a massive shout out to everyone that's reached out to me in the last couple of weeks. All of a sudden, I have so many men listening to the podcast and I, my heart is so full knowing that there are so many men on the planet right now who want to evolve, who want to feel, who want to be the best versions of themselves through human design because I know we're creating more peace, love, and harmony that way. So to each and every one of you that's reached out, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad the podcast is serving you. All right, then, I'm going to go away because I'm sitting in a caravan and my son just walked in. Thank you so much for joining. Bye for now. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.